The news coming from uh, the Minister's midterm budget policy statement. Unpack some of it for us, please. It wasn't great news at all. So with the midterm budget policy statement which came out yesterday, the firing of the finance, the former finance minister, Praveen Gordon, and the loss of key treasury personnel meant that this budget speech was going to be looked at closely and scrutinized by the market for any changes in policy direction or signs of state capture. So in the midterm budget speech, we saw that the minister was trying to emphasize what needs to happen in the country. And all of those metrics that he was speaking about sends a message to the political leadership that we actually can not continue on the current course. It is unsustainable for South Africa. The minister did acknowledge the fiscal challenges which we are facing, but he doesn't go far enough as to how we are going to tackle them as a country. So there was a lot of things that were spoken about yesterday. I'm just going to focus on two main areas. The first one being economic growth. So the economic growth projections have been revised downwards sharply from 1.3%, which was estimated in the February's budget speech, and now it's gone down to 0.7% for the estimated growth for 2017. Going forward, 2018, 1.1% and 1.5% in 2019. So these figures already don't assume a downgrade. And if a downgrade does occur in South Africa, these numbers and the outlook for growth in South Africa will be even scarier. Just to also note the importance of economic growth. So economic growth is very, very important for revenue. So when the economy grows, the tax base, which is the corporates and us individuals, expands and increases. Which then we come on to the second point, which is uh, the fiscal implications and what he spoke about in his budget speech. So the budget shortfall is set to widen to 4.3% of GDP in the 2017-2018 year. And this coming up from the projected 3.1% um, that was given in February's budget speech. So this all means that the expenses that the country is incurring far exceed the revenue that is coming in by 200 3 billion rand. So the government needs to find a way in order to fill this gap, either through increasing taxes or raising debts or reducing expenditure. So when we talk about fiscal, it, we break down into two elements, that being the revenue um, that I just mentioned and the expenditure. So starting with revenue, revenue is the main generator of tax for government. So te- uh, tax revenue is already expected to be short in the 2017 budget by an estimated almost 51 billion rand. And this shortfall in revenue is just going to get bigger and bigger as the years go by. So this is actually the largest undercollection that has, is going to be seen since the 2009 recession. And with the decrease in revenue collection and the low economic growth, this is certainly going to erode the government's financial and fiscal position. So this weakness in revenue that we're seeing is affected by so many factors, and we've been speaking about this time and time again throughout the year. Slow economic growth, the levels of unemployment, the weak employment growth, low salary increase, as well as low consumer and business confidence. And I feel like a broken telephone or a record just saying the same things over and over again, but we see them having such a ripple effect throughout the economy. 
So that projected shortfall in tax revenue also comes at a time when South Africa is really under pressure in order to um, do fiscal consolidation, in order to avert those credit downgrades, uh, rating downgrades that have been looming over us for the past couple of months. So for me, the main question is, is how is South Africa going to increase its revenue in order to fund uh, the shortfall? And will one of the measures be that the Minister of Finance increases taxes next year or will he introduce new taxes? And for you know me as a South African and um, just an everyday person, it's can we also afford those increase in taxes if it, if it had to happen? And then the second element of fiscal is we have to look at expenditure. And he seems to have fiscal consolidation on the agenda, but it's, it doesn't really go far enough. It's quite relaxed. And the fastest rising category in the spending of government is debt service costs. And this literally just means that government is spending more and more of the revenue that they're getting on servicing debt. And just to highlight this is that the interest payments by the SOEs are expected to rise sharply. National Treasury even warned that more and more SOEs are likely to default on their debt as interest payments are rising way beyond their ability to be able to pay them. And one of those that were mentioned were denial. So in terms of SOEs, major reforms need to be uh, implemented in order to improve the profitability. And even this outlook of improving their profitability looks bleak as a growing portion of their operating expense is even funded through debt. And on continuing with SOEs, SOEs are even struggling to raise debt because um, a lot of the, the lenders are unhappy about bad governance. And if they are lending to SOEs, they are financing at higher rates. And just to emphasize the problem that we have um, in South Africa with debt, the gross national debt is expected to increase by 2022 to about 60% of GDP. And that is a lot of money that just goes in and just to debt and into servicing our debt as a country. But moving on from uh, the debt story, other priorities which South Africa will be um, looking at in terms of spending is going to be post-school education and training, health, as well as basic education. A key thing to note is that uh, the public sector wage bill has been increasingly crowding out all other kinds of spending that the government needs to make, and this issue really needs to be addressed. What is concerning is that it will probably be difficult for government to ensure that the wage increases, which will be coming up soon, are in line with the CPI, as the government is hoping. As we've known previously, this doesn't tend to happen. Other considerations that we have to throw into this already complicated mix is that we have to watch out for the ANC conference in December 2017. So just to take a step back from everything and just breathe and just get our senses back together is piecing all of these effects and what's going to happen over the next couple of months or maybe won't happen. We'll just have to wait and see how the South African story and movie unfolds. Um, so the ratings agencies will not take comfort in the numbers that came out uh, yesterday. And if nothing positive comes out of the ANC conference at the end of the year, it's also likely to further influence downgrades in the country. And that will have ne negative con consequences in respect of the RAND and in terms of interest rates. And from the speech, we can already see that we've missed the financial metrics which the rating agencies require South Africa to achieve. Um, so this, this 
this downgrade is really looming and it's going to be a big topic over the next couple of weeks and months. So from market's perspective, the market had said that it had priced in the bad news, but as we saw, the RAND completely increased to other levels. So it broke that $14 level and went all the way up to $14.10 yesterday evening. And this is just a sign that the market had thought, yes, it was going to be a bad budget speech, but they didn't think that the the figures were going to be this bad. So all of this, it just means that there'll be an increase in volatility in the RAND, and this is going to have ripple effects into the economy. Another thing that we saw as a result of um, the speech is that the R186 bond yield went out 30 basis points to about 9.19%. And will increase our debt service costs as a country. So just from the perspective of a young South African, this is really bleak news uh, and a bleak picture that has been created by what could possibly happen in the country over the next couple of months. It is really heartbreaking. And especially when we are faced with so many things like paying student debts or starting off our new lives, it's just as South Africa really have to brace ourselves.